Here's what's coming up for Memphis Wrestling. July 10th is our next live TV taping featuring Memphis hip-hop artist Al Capone, Memphis Grizzlies mascot Grizz, and MC BLJ, plus WWE star Big Con. Catch them live along with the stars of Memphis Wrestling next Sunday, July 10th. Then July 31st is on sale now. Just when you thought it was safe to get back in the ring, Shark Boy is coming to Memphis Wrestling. Oh, shell yeah! All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. This episode is also brought to you by Spunk Loop. Com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, you spunky. That's right. Go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and also prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255. Five, four, three, two, one. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Wait for it. Pow! <laughs> it's time for What the Fuck. Every first episode of the month, Brian and Lance look over the crazy wrestling and MMA stories of the month. Welcome, What the Fuckers. What the Fuck Buddies. What the Fuck Aeneas. What the Fuck Nicks. What the Fuck Yourselves. What the Fuck Nuts. And whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. That's right, guys. This is What the Fuck for it. Wait for it. Here's Brian and Lance. This is an stspod.clubproduction on a Wednesday afternoon. I'm BT, and this guy over here, well, he wouldn't ditch his friends, would you, Lance? Would you ditch your friends to hang out with other podcasters eating bacon wieners? Would you no, do that? No, See, I, might, uh, I might, but not for bacon wieners. No, I'm yeah, yeah, you got to look at Eric off on that. Come on, Eric. Yeah, and this guy also said on the Fourth of July he was hoping for a few beheadings because of people popping fireworks. Yep, grumpy it's crazy. old man, grumpy old man. <laughs> he is from Chicago, the home of WNBA World Champions. Chicago Sky. He's the snark of excellence. My partner in crime. He is Lance Levine. What's going and on, we Lance? We are. We're here in the Haribo Watermelon Gold Bear Studios in Chicago. It's hot. I hope gold bears are, are melting. It's so hot in this studio. I hope they could. Uh, I hope they heard me because I guess because my voice is so loud anyway. My microphone yeah. was across you the don't room. Don't even need so. the microphone. Yeah, uh, it's across it, the room it. by the TV over there. It magically appeared in the in the camera shot. <laughs> the there. video. So, uh, real quick, Lance, Chicago Sky against Indiana Fever in Indianapolis tonight. Tonight at six p.m. Oh, okay. Get your tickets now. So as soon as you get done right here, run up there. Yep, exactly. Right, right, right. Uh, That's real a long quick, walk, uh, but I can get there. Business. 
40, 40, 40% increase from last June, 95% increase from last year. We're 14% away at the end of June of beating our record of 2021. Nice. Uh, see, I'm just happy. Thank y'all, guys. We do appreciate it. Uh, the top three, not include Memphis Wrestling, was number three was 606 Forbidden Door Dynamite. Um, and then 601 was the breakout stars 127. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't WTF 127. Uh, and then 595 that's the episode WTF. So thank you, thank you. It's always WTF, and that's what we're doing right now. Let's get started, man. We are wait, is June an odd month or an even month? June is an even no, month. No, June, June's an even month. All right. I know you I get always confused. get confused. You it's always very get confusing. I got the, the southern calendar that you operate off of. It's very confusing. No, that's the regular calendar that everybody <laughs> Maybe operates. Maybe so. you have six toes or something, so there's like an odd no. number of count or something. All right, so we're going to start. We're at the new Center 6 desk for June of 2022. So we're starting. Do you know where we're starting, Brian? Oh, number, the way number to number 10. 10. Number my 10. favorite. So this is my the favorite. Stip- the stipulation match. This one's right up your alley this time. So it's DDT, as expected. The card was called What Are You Doing? I say that to you often, too, and the wife what are you does, doing? too. Yeah, what, what are you, are you doing? doing? So the What Are You Doing card on June 1st from Cork and Hall. So in our match, we had Sexy Eno, who we've talked about before, defeating Akira. And if you noticed, Akira is all in caps. So we have to say, Akira! Because it's all in caps, that's right. So this was a sexy movie star rules match. So again, sounds like something at the Trammel House on the, on the Oh, so yeah. Director Mac Toba, who knows who this is, but Mac Toba was the director. He orders the wrestlers to reenact classic movie scenes until he gets the footage that he needs for this, whatever this match is going to be. So they reenact scenes from The Exorcist, Titanic, E.T., Rocky, and Snow White. So these are some of the classic Hollywood movie scenes that they reenacted. So Mactoba tells Akira to kiss Eno, and he does it, and he pins him during the kiss. So Mactoba is not, he's not satisfied with the shot, so he demands a reshoot, even though a pin occurred. So he didn't like the kiss. So again, this sounds like a, a weekend at your house. So this time, Eno rolls him up during the kiss, and the match ends at that point. So just a bizarre, again, as the Japanese always do, the sexy movie star rules match at number 10, my friend. I love that. I love that. We uh, just one of those things where it just doesn't translate really. No. And, but funny, just funny, funny, funny. So, I forgot and, to tell you before you uh, go into anything, I forgot to tell you it's as hot as a chicken playing checkers on top of a tin roof here. I just want you to know that. <laughs> a St. Louis laundromat, I think, is the bar of heat that we <laughs> usually strive for. So, all right, before we go on to number nine, we also have to make mention. Uh, field reporter Dave Meltzer reported on another stip match. <laughs> little Dave, little Dave, yeah, yeah little Dave, Dave. Correspondent Dave Meltzer provided this <laughs> one for us. So this is from GCW. It was the June fourth GCW Survival Card in Atlantic City. If you can think of, as I read through the results, see if you can figure out why I'm mentioning this. So the show opened with four first round matches in this tournament. Rina Yamashita pinned Hoodfoot after a razor's edge off the middle rope through light tubes. Matt Tremont pinned Slade using light tubes and a Death Valley driver on chairs. Toro Segura pinned Shane Mercer using more light tubes. Tremont advanced in the tournament, beating Segura with a Death Valley driver on barbed wire board and light tubes. And then in the finals, Parker Tremont wrapping light tubes around his knee with a running knee. Tons of light tubes were used here as well. So I just I got such a kick out of reading the word light the words light tubes about eighty seven times in that report. So thank you to Dave oh. Meltzer for your correspondence with uh, WTF News Desk here. I hear he's going to come out with a, a wrestling sheet sometime. So I don't he know. Might have Hopefully a shirt. We'll we should come out yeah. with a Dave Meltzer shirt. Reading would be a Dave reading is fundamental or whatever that is. So, all right, number nine. Little. Ian gets burned. So at number nine, uh, Jake Christ, former. Impact superstar Jake Chris takes to the internet to gripe about not getting paid by IWA promoter Ian Rotten. So he films himself lighting his Mid-South heavyweight and junior heavyweight titles on fire, saying that Rotten burned their bridge, so he's doing some burning of his own. So he says he hadn't been paid in four weeks. So I'm watching the promo. He put it up on YouTube. So it all throughout the promo, he's swearing and after. 
so that generally to me says that something is a shoot. When there's F-bombs on a promo, I'm usually thinking it's a shoot. So, and anyway, how does this Ian Rotten pay the guys anyway? Are there checks signed Ian Rotten? You're going to trust somebody named Ian Rotten when they're sending you checks? That's like worse than Paul Dangerously checks. So Ian Rotten getting burned at number nine for the video. I used to know the dude's real name, but this is not uh, his first time. We haven't covered him, but uh, as a history when it comes to Ian Rotten and him not paying guys, uh, I love the idea of just being a total prick about everything and just burning the belts. Uh, but let me say, I would have probably tried to sell the belts if they wouldn't, if they was one of those generic WWE belts with the, you know, with the uh, labels on them or something so that, but I try to sell the belts first. Well, they may have even been able to sell them with Ian Rotten's promotion there. Uh, but burning them, he didn't get any money. So kind of, yeah. uh, I felt kind of, Hey dude, Hey, did you think about selling them first? But it yeah, kind of some revenge too. So I like that right. part. Of it, it was weird too, because if you notice there was a camera edit after he like doused them, like he looked like he doused them with probably lighter fluid or whatever. Then there was a camera cut and then he lit the fire and you see the long shot from afar of the belts supposedly the belts on fire he had ample time to switch it out and go with some replica belts you didn't even see a really clear shot of the belts burning so it may not i know this is hard to believe that a wrestler could have done something phony but may not have actually been the belts that he burned so you see it and then where was it too it looked like he was literally like under a bridge or something it was bizarre where he filmed it so jake christ who was accused in the uh, me too movement i believe a couple years ago and that's probably why we haven't heard his name too much lately. So, all right. At number eight, Oscar Mazarov is 2004 and oh. So, this guy is an MMA fighter. Oscar Mazarov. Mazeltov. And I, hey, I want you to get on to him the way he spells Oscar, because that is not yeah. the correct way, A- damn it. I know. This is incorrect. A-S-K-A-R. You know, me with spelling, I do have a problem with that. So, thank you for bringing that up. So, Asker. Asker, I don't even know her. Anyway, Asker, prior, prior to his loss in the light heavyweight division at UFC Vegas 56 on June 4th, Alonzo Menifield beats him. So, anyway, questions arise before the fight about Oscar's fight record. When he came in and when he signed with UFC, it was documented that his fight record was 25-7 and seven when he signed. But in the week of the fight, SureDog reveals that this is false, that Oscar had changed his name, obviously he spelled it wrong too, to try to eliminate losses from his record. So he tries to like disavow himself of having these losses, and he changes his name legally, allegedly. So further investigation shows that this guy is actually 19 and 13 as his record. So he lost like you know whatever six wins, and he gained five or six uh, losses. So and of course he loses in the fight, and he gets cut after one. After one fight with UFC, he gets cut because this guy bullshitted about his record. So I believe I read uh, my uh, sources tell me that you BT have a 412 record when you were Coach BT. Is this true? 412? No, no. Yep. I'm not, 412 not and at all. 412 and 0. Oh, yeah, something like yeah. that. <laughs> more, more like 0 oh and 12. I think I beat, see, <laughs> as a wrestler, I won one, I don't know, maybe two matches, three, <laughs> maybe two matches, but I only wrestled 18 times. So I, the, the one match I did win was from a 62-year-old man in a chain nice. match one night. Nice. So I did beat a six, 62-year-old man in a chain Good match. Good for you. There you go. You got that going. You got that on your resume. So I think the uh, WWE Hall of Fame will be coming soon, my friend. I think they'll be coming. I hate, the, I, I hate the idea of the fake record with this, but, you know, they should have checked it. it. It's one of those things was he got so far and then someone found out that uh, mm-hmm. he, you know, he uh, had faked the record. But it's one of those things where this should have already been – it should have already been dead, as I like to say. Already he, did. Why wasn't he, it dead? He probably thought he was safe because he misspelled Oscar. That's he it. He doesn't know it. Well, so yeah. He's he, like, oh, I'm going to misspell my own first name and I'll be scot-free. <laughs> you know, they won't know. So, all right, at number seven, it's our monthly crime blotter. So this month we have Jeff Hardy, we have uh, Sagrado, and we have Jake Atlas. So we'll start with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is trying to become the male Tammy Sitch. So on June 13th, Jeffrey Nero Hardy arrested for swerving on the highway in Daytona Beach in the morning, no less, 
with almost four times the legal limit of alcohol on the breathalyzer. So he claimed he was on his way driving home to North Carolina, which just so happens to be 500 miles away. So that didn't seem too likely that he was going to make it there. So I will say, just like with Tammy, hopefully, obviously, the people need help for sure. Um, I think that TK, we call him TK, get a risk for TK to Hopefully it pays off. Hopefully he gets the help that he needs. So Jeff Hardy is our first story. Uh, seven in Guadalajara, Mexico. Sagrado attacks a fan. So this is uh, including a boxer who I don't know how he determined that this man was a boxer, but he says if the fans, including a boxer, were throwing coins into the ring and not in the uh, you know positive way where they're trying to shower the workers with money, but they were firing coins at the wrestlers trying to injure them. So Sagrado yells at them, incites them even further. They get even more rowdy, and then he punches a fan. Fans threw beer at him, too, so just an ugly situation. Uh, and then finally, some good news from the crime blotter. Jake Atlas is a free man. So on June 28th, we covered this story last month or two months ago, Jake Atlas's case is thrown out in Orange County, Florida, as prosecutors say that the case was, quote, not suitable for prosecution. So that might be code for they don't want to be talking about a threesome in court. So that's not suitable material to be talking about in court or something. So this was the case where Kenny Martinez was drunk. Partner was more into the girl than she was into him. Or his partner was into the girl, not into Kenny. And Kenny got pissed. So hopefully this is a lesson for everybody that in a three-way, you need to be democratic. I think there's a lesson to be learned from all of this. You got to show proper attention to all three parties in a three-way. So that is that's our called a, That's called a threesome, not a three-way. Three a three-way three way is, is a match, the, the, Lance. It's the on. wrestling term. That's right. Three-way dance. So wait, three-way dance is not something that we would do in the privacy of our own home? No, not at all. Not at all. Well, you could. I mean, you could if you wanted to. That's up to you there. Uh I don't got any, I don't got anything to say except Jake Atlas. I'm glad he's a free man. Uh, Jeff Hardy needs help. I hope he needs gets help. as quick as possible. Yeah. Uh, here's a guy that uh, you know. Uh, I, I feel sorry for people that are addicts because I had two addicts in my family, uh, and they were two of my favorite people. And so I knew I know how it is to not. Uh, to actually try your hardest to get get the monkey off your back and not be able to. Uh, here's the difference between somebody like Jeff Hardy and, say, my uncle, is that Jeff Hardy's put his body through hell for so long, and he needs something to numb it. You know, one yeah. of the – I if I was him – just smoke marijuana and stay away from the freaking car. I mean, yeah. look, you don't have to do alcohol. You, you, marijuana will le- relieve the pain. Uh, but here's a guy who, uh, or he just might need to retire and chill for the rest of the time because they're asking him to do all these matches and this crazy shit again. And he's just re injuring stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. that hurts. He, he probably one of those deals where, it hurts worse to get out of the bed than anything every morning. So, yeah, good good luck to Jeff. I hope everything works out. Yeah. I, you know, and it's too bad, too, because I was just listening to the the Hardys on the Jericho podcast not too long ago, and they were lucid. They sounded good. You know, Matt, obviously, there's really no question there, but Jeff sounded fine, and that was only taped, like, right before the arrest. So, I mean, he seemed like he was okay. So, like you said, it's just the the fact that he's driven to push his body and push himself to do these that crazy Darby Allen match with the the ladder that was to the moon, you know, and coming off of that and hitting the steps and it's too bad because the guy has you're right the guy's given his body for us as fans so it's too bad. Hopefully he gets the help that he needs. So all right, at number six, speaking of, speaking of criminals, we got Joey Ryan comes and goes. Wait 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 wait. wait. Comes oh my bad. Sorry, yeah. mom you got to listen to the whole thing. So Joey Ryan comes and goes. So WTF legend Joey Ryan, who had seemingly vanished, we hadn't heard about Joey Ryan for probably a good year and a half, almost two years, turns up as a ride conductor at Disneyland for the Jungle Cruise attraction. So I saw that picture of him. It looked like him. I wasn't 100% sure it was him, but it was confirmed like immediately that that was actually him working at uh, Disneyland. So apparently... This is bizarre. The sexual harassment charges, all those cases that were filed against him, were filed against Joey Ryan, and his real name is Joseph Meehan. So Disney had no idea, and Disney had cleared him from any wrongdoing and any you know prior allegations and hired him. So once it comes to light, 
he gets fired. So Joey Ryan comes and goes, gets fired from Disneyland. Uh, again, gets fired. So at this point, I'm thinking the guy might as well either just do porn altogether, since that was part of his gimmick anyway, kind of, or become a mafia hitman or something. Because who's going to hire this guy? He can't box groceries at uh, the the Jewel or anything. You know, he can't work behind the counter. I know. Can he, though? Here's the, you say he can't, but here's the deal. None of that was proved. I mean, he right. didn't, he's not wasn't guilty against him. The reason why Disney, a place like Disney, wouldn't use him is because of their, you know, just because uh, Disney's, uh, uh, what is it, snowflakes. So we'll say big snowflakes. Joy Ryan, remember, here's something to say. I'm not, I'm not defending Joy Ryan, but he was never, ever accused and said he was guilty in a court of law. And that's, it's tough, guys. It's tough to be able to say what, what he did and didn't do kind of thing. So He was accused, uh, but it was never yeah. proven. The, right, none of the right. cases no. went to trial or anything. So Yeah, so I mean, it, 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 the big thing about him was uh, is that he tried to sue all his people that went against him. So it, it's kind of... That's uh, kind of douchey, but you know, I mean, if it's not true, but there's way too many people out there with joy. Uh, all right, we're going to a commercial break and we'll be right back. Pink. Oh, yeah, I'll be right back with five, four, pink. three, two, one, and pink. Are you enjoying the episode? Well, Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. You don't have Cash App? Download it and get $5. That's right. $5. That's dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Our Uber Eats code Eats Dash Brian T two four seven nine O U E. That's Eat Dash Brian T two four seven nine zero U E. Use that code and get twenty dollars off a twenty five dollar order. Mysterious Productions. Ooh, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit safe. It's Saturday night and it's going down. Me and her being at it for a couple of rounds. When things got dry, Patreon, only $5. July Super Summer Giveaway Spectacular with over $100 worth of merch in the giveaway. Brought to you by B&B Collections in Jonesboro. It's a Funko Pop of The Rock and one of Edge. That's right, two Funko Pops. A Stone Cold Steve Austin Championship Collection Hero Collector. A little statue there. Very few of these available ever. It's a Dusty Rhodes Legend shirt. That's right. And a Memphis Wrestling t-shirt. BBQ Blues and Body Slams t-shirt. And finally, a package from our sponsor for July. It's Manscaped.com. Use promo code STSPOD20. Link to our Patreon will be in the description of the video. Or also, it can be in the description of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, I'm going to take a moment right here to talk to you about Manscaped.com. Let's get some little cute music playing. Oh, there we go. Hey, you got Bush? You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today. Manscaped is sponsoring us all month of July. Make sure you use an STS Pod 20, STS Pod 24 that discount code guys take control of your bush is important these products are so good you're going to be showing pride in your new bush free yard it's a fact that you will have the best kept well you know nutsack that there is (laughs) save big and be the most hygienic version of yourself 
by using our discount code. Remember, STSPOD20. Hey, whether you're looking to go bald like uh, like Stone Cold's head or you just want a safe trim, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The grooming package I highly recommend is the Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is a bush's worst nightmare. This trimmer is designed to reduce grooming accidents and shave hair on loose skin thanks to the ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology. No need for night vision goggles. This trimmer has an LED light to allow you to mow the lawn in the dark. It's basic landscaping when you trim the hedges the trees stand taller get it (laughs) second best tool in the performance package is the weed whacker this fine-tuned nose ear hair trimmer will make sure your nasty nose pubes are under control instantly add some pep in your step with the crop preserver ball deodorant and the crop reviver spray on testy toner With a performance package purchase, you get two free gifts. That's right, two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag and the Patent High Performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. They have a bunch of other products on their website to help you maximize your confidence and your grooming game. Hey, remember, get 20% off and free shipping with the code STSPOD20. That's right, STSPOD20 at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code STSPOD20 it's time you leveled up with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped alright hey you can quit the music back to the show All right, quick, we're back. Shout-outs to all Patreons. Thank you. We had our biggest month of Patreon ever. Uh, tell your friends, uh, $1, $3 Patreons. Guys, come on, go up to 5 We'd appreciate it. Also, in this description, there is a PayPal link. And what you want to do is if you've never signed up for PayPal, I want to give you 10 bucks. So sign up with what? PayPal with that link, and it'll Just give you $10. Just giving away 10 bucks? That's awesome. $10, $10. Just 10 bucks. So I got to wear the shades you. because I got such a big cut of the check this month. So thank you. Uh, sh- so thank you babe, to the Patreons. Babe, <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone about the uh, bloopers episode. I love doing those. It is... <laughs> It is a lot of hard work in a bloopers episode because you have to take every clip then put the little at the end of every one of them. Uh, but just 12 minutes of fun. Everyone, the favorite clip, everybody, I had a high school, uh, one of my high school buddies, Lynn Pearson, he reached out to me and he said, hey, uh, how many times did he say California? I'm not sure, but... <laughs> And so he loved that part of it. He really did. And just everybody reaching out. Something about uh, one of my favorite clips, and it's you didn't even know you did it, was the Da Vinci thing. Yeah. And you just, I mean, you just went right along with it. And it wasn't Da Vinci, it was Van Gogh, but it was hilarious. And then you can, I had somebody say, uh, oh, I talked to Richard yesterday, and he said, man, I said, did you hear the podcast? He goes, yeah. I said, do you think I really got mad? He said, you got mad for real. I got yeah. mad for real, not not just. And he talked about the time that uh, him and uh, Josh just shut up. The There's been two times where we fought on air, and him and Josh just shut up while we were fighting. Josh said after the podcast that he thought it was the end of our relationship, and I just started laughing. But it, we- uh, because – I mean, I get mad, and you know how I am. I get mad, and then two minutes later, two minutes I'm, later, yeah, yeah exactly. Man. So Let's we kissed go. and made up. We have to make sure. That oh, it was know, so we funny. Made up. We did not kiss and make up. It's a figure of speech because that I had, uh, I had uh, not like that. Brian Olesto, Brain Olesto, reach out to me to ask if I was putting that on the bloopers because he remembered me promising it. So yeah. it was on there. All right, man, let's do five, four, three, two, one. All right, at five, of course, it is smut time. So social media uproar time where we document the battles on Twitter and Facebook and in the various social media. So this month we've got Rosemary 
making many appearances this year. May, Rosemary may be one of our winners at the end of the year. So Rosemary versus Kane. We got Natty versus Rhonda. We got Rosa versus Marina Shafir. And we have a charismatic head of lettuce. That's a bizarre one. So, all right. So after um, after Glenn Jacobs celebrates the overturning of Roe versus Wade, we're not going to talk politics here, but Glenn Jacobs celebrates the overturning of the abortion laws on Twitter. Rosemary responds, you are a literal piece of shit. <laughs> so I just love the fact that Rosemary pulling no punches. I call her She Ro doesn't care. We inside, love you, we Rosemary. We love you. Yeah. So pulling no punches. Then we, we even got love you. She went after Dave, and we even laughed about that. Yeah, so yeah we're, we're Rosemary fans. So there I you think go. the uh, the dozen or so Rosemary shirts I have in my closet over here are going to have to get some more. If she makes an appearance at Starcast, I'll have to get some more Rosemary shirts. So then we have Natty versus Rhonda. It's like a weird feud that has taken this weirdly personal angle here. So just really strange. So Rhonda calls out Natty's sister because Natty's sister has an OnlyFans. And Rhonda says it's embarrassing. And so Natty responds blasting Rhonda's conspiracy theories and the fact that, you know, she believes this was fake and this is fake and this is real. So all of Rhonda's bullshit. So Natty calls her on that. And Natty says she'd rather be weird and sexy than be like Rhonda with her conspiracy theories. Then they take, so that's on social media. Then they get to TV because they're doing, you know, sort of a short mini feud or whatever. They take it to TV. I was blown away that I saw this on SmackDown, on national TV. I see this. Rhonda calls Natty out for all the cosmetic surgery that she's had and says she's trying to keep up in a cosmetic industry, all the work that she's had done in this cosmetic industry. And it's Natty horrible. then, the following week, Natty responds saying, go ahead and make fun of my rack. And all, it says the word rack. And I'm like, all of this, I'm fine. I'm like, this is bizarre that I'm hearing all of this. Like, I'm probably the only one watching SmackDown at this point because sure nobody else was talking about it. So who's writing the material for these two? It's just bizarre. So anyway, then on June 8th, um, the match on Dynamite is Thunder Rosa and Marina Shafir. And Rosa appears to be uncooperative on suplexes and sandbags her. So as a wrestler, BT, can you explain what sandbagging means? It's uh, If I was going to pick you up for a body slam, you would just be like dead weight. You right. would just go. And I'd be having I in reality what you're doing is you're having to do the move really do the move instead of get any help whatsoever. No cooperation. It happens on mistakes sometimes where you don't time the body slam or someone asks you to do something, you don't jump at the right time. Uh but what they were saying was <laughs> Rosa was just being a prick and not do, letting her do moves right. on her and just holding down her feet. So, yeah, mainly holding down your feet and then uh, making the, the person – it usually makes the guy, the person doing the move look like shit also. Right. So somebody, a friend of Marina Shafir's, posts about it, and Marina Shafir likes the post, and that's where all the trouble began. So they later kissed and made up. Uh, they The quote from Rosa was, We're just two mothers navigating a world in where we both are never-ending learners. In the meantime, nobody admitted to anything. You know, the accusation was that Rosa sandbagged her and that Marina Shafir looked bad. So nobody acknowledged anything, but they allegedly kissed and made up, much like you and I kissed and made up on the... Uh, right, right, yeah. The they uh, Rosa made a comment at first saying it was just all fake, and then all of a sudden you've seen them, you know, kissing and making up. So. Right. So, and then finally... We have Jim Cornette, who hasn't been mentioned too many times this year. He's going to have to catch up with Rosemary on the mentions this year. So Jim Cornette does not understand the ascension of Wheeler Yuta, much like myself, saying that Wheeler Yuta has the, the charisma of fucking cabbage. And I add to that, he's got a weird long torso. But anyway, so I think that this is an insult to Cabbage because I am not a Wheeler Yuta fan. Guy can go in the ring. He's okay, but he's boring as hell. And that's pretty much what Jim Cornette was saying. So I think that was an insult to Cabbage. So Jim Cornette, I'm calling you out. You owe Cabbage an apology, my friend. So that is our smut for the month of June. No comment. <laughs> I'd make polls. Talk about, you know, cabbage. you don't like what, that wasn't even funny. Neither one of them was. You or Jim Cornette need to go back to the comedy store and get some new jokes on that one. New material. Uh, the only thing I want to comment about is Natty versus Rhonda, the, all that stuff. It was all the work, man. Come on. Uh, yeah. They were going to do They were do an angle, and they just talked about each other. On t I tried to get you, and you said it would be in bad taste to do 
the 10, the top 10 uh, lady, or just, it don't have to be lady wrestlers, top 10 wrestlers and uh, plastic surgery. Who has the most plastic surgery? Hmm. And you well, said it was bad taste. So. I did not. Did I say Yeah, you I did. Mean, I got the, the text right here. It the says, name, the name Charlotte kind of- Flair jumps to mind immediately. And the name Natty jumps to mind immediately, too. I just hope Nat, neither one of them wrestle anywhere near open flames. Hopefully they don't go back. Do go back three years flames. ago. Oh, yeah, I and should. look at those two girls. Three, three oh, years. Yeah. And look yeah, at those two sure. girls. It's yeah. it's crazy. Completely different people. Like Natty, yep, like yep. I said, I just hope she's never near an open flame. So anyway, all right, at number four, we have Grado and the Porn Stars. So Grado Khan, who we've – actually, he's got right, a lot of – Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I sometimes have to be explained when it comes to jokes. So – you know what they say? If you have to explain the joke, it's, it's not, not funny. But yeah. why an open flame which you made that joke twice? Because Natty is so plastic, she's going to melt. <laughs> it's I think everybody plastic. else got it. I think <laughs> No, that was a horrible joke, too. All right, Buzz, I'm taking right. my hands off. Go ahead. Great O'Conn is, uh, is with the hanging with the porn stars at number four. See, you're throwing me off here, you goof. So, Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb oh, lose. Oh, we're taking you out now, <laughs> removing you completely. Y'all, we're going to finish this as uh, the rest of it. Uh, we have four, three, two, one. I've removed Lance, removed him from the podcast. Don't ever, don't ever say that, Lance. Don't oh, ever say my God. Number four. That we, now we got another blooper for 2023. So, all right, Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb lost their IWGP tag titles at Forb Door on June 26th in Chicago. So, Great O'Conn, or Grado as I call him, immediately flies back home into the arms of three Japanese porn stars, and he has to post a picture of him with the three Japanese porn stars. So, looking at that picture, they pretty much had the sex appeal of a cabbage, I think. So, or of Pam, you could go either route with that. So, didn't Great Khan rescue a little girl this year and also ride a giant mechanical penis? I mean, yeah, he, I mean he's been yeah, what a, what year, a year. What a year. This guy's you didn't even year. you didn't even include him in WTL cuz you didn't like him for the uh for the saving the little child. You didn't put it in there, but It wasn't see, that weird. He, that wasn't but that you, weird. But if it's got to do with porn stars and him riding a big giant that's dildo, weird. you got him, you got yeah, him. That's weird. So anyway, this guy's having a big year. Him and Rosemary might be in the running for uh, the, the award at the end of the year for most mentions. So all right, at number three, we have Eno, Evil Uno. Evil Uno pulls a P3 radio. So Uno is Canadian, correct? He's right, I believe so. I believe so. so. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing he's from Southern Canada. When you hear this story, you'll know why. <laughs> so, in an interview on June 11th, AEW superstar Evil Uno details that he had been sick before a match a couple years back with a very bad stomachache, decides to go through with the match, and gets body slammed and shits himself. So, fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on how you're looking at it, he was wearing spandex, and nobody knew that he shit himself. He shat himself, I guess, in the past tense. So, And then the funniest part, I mean, that's already funny enough, but he wrestled as the character Shitty a few years on occasion after this. And that's for real. He actually did wrestle as the character named Shitty after he pulled that stunt. So Evil Uno pulling a P3 radio at number three. I, just, just so I'll let you know, I never did shit my pants in the ring. So okay. we got to give a big thumbs up to you. But I did have to stop one time during a trip and throw up uh, about <laughs> six times and then had to shit outside. So I didn't nice. shit my pants. Okay, shit outside good. the car. You, drew the I had line. The, you remember everybody's had the, uh, what is it, the shitty, the pukey shits or something like that, shitty pukes. Uh, so you had some, to, you know what that is, though. You have to decide whether you're going to puke in the toilet or puke in the tub or shit on yourself. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, but yeah, I've never in the ring. I've never been with anyone that did it. I've, I've been around somebody that smelled like shit. Maybe they did. Maybe they shit their pants. Who you want to know? I just wanted to make a note that I tweeted this uh, earlier this week that Tony Schiavone shits his pants, which still goes with. Tony Schiavone's from the South, so but he mm-hmm. says that he puts in two pairs of underwear for each day of his vacation or his leave in case he shits the first pair. Uh-huh. So there you go. Tony Schiavone, he actually is in the Hall of Fame, the P3 
Radio Hall of Fame shit in your pants. Tony Schiavone, welcome, welcome. Ruined the Tony Schiavone mystique for me. And next thing you're going to say, Jim Ross is a cranky old man. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, at number two, we have the remake of Eight is Enough starring Rocky Johnson. So on, <laughs> on June 30th, Greg Oliver, he's a Canadian insider. He's our equivalent, but north of the border. So he's probably from northern Canada. So Greg Oliver, journalist, wrestling journalist, pens a story for Sports Illustrated that The Rock's father, Rocky Johnson, has fathered five other kids over the year, had fathered five other kids over the years, touring the U.S. and Canada for WWE and other promotions. So he allegedly fully pretty much disavowed all these kids, ignoring their calls. The handful of times he actually took the calls, he promised to see them and never did. Uh, DNA tests confirm that this is real, that these five kids are actually half-brothers and sisters of The Rock. So one of the richest men in the world just finds out that he's got five other siblings that he had no idea about. So very weird story. Just found out. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, we just found out. He may have known, but we just found out. So The Rock was, you know, he's given cars to to downtown Bruno. He gave a house to Tamina. Imagine what these five are going to get from The Rock. So... Eight is enough at number two. You won't get shit because The Rock didn't know you. So there you go. It was Rocky Johnson to run around. Now, the rumor is, you know, that Rocky Johnson may, may, Leslie may have a child in still Missouri. And it has something to do with Piggly Wiggly, too. So I just allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Rocky Johnson. And this is, someone said on Twitter, and I agree, this is something that does not surprise me. What surprised me the most is we don't have a bunch of these stories of all these guys that were on the road and fathered five, six, seven different kids as they went to the different towns and had their own, uh, we don't say rat anymore, do we? Do no, we not say no, rat? It's groupie, um, groupie. Squared circle go. rodent. Squared circle so, rodent. Oh, square, my bad. My bad. I want to be, yeah. be PC there. But, PC, yeah, yeah, not a surprise, not a surprise. And as everyone knows, Rocky Johnson and I always met at the Pick and Wiggly to talk. So Didn't you bag his groceries or something? Wasn't that no, story? I ain't bagging his groceries. I ain't his. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I almost said something. All right. Come on, Lance. All right. At number one, I'm start. I'm poking the bear today. I'm starting trouble. So, all right, at number one, we have Vince McMahon's awful month. What could uh, what else could it be at number one? So, Vince, I got good news and bad news. The good news is Vince settled out of court with Oliver Luck on June twentieth oh, over that, that XFL telephone. cell phone. That's right. So, and <laughs> after the XFL, XFL cell phone and his termination, so the details are sealed, but. The WTF News Desk has learned that Luck had equine porn on that phone. That is what our sources tell us, is it was equine allegedly, porn. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So that's the good news for Vince. That case is finally over. The bad news, Wall Street Journal reports on June 15th that Vince is under investigation by the WWE board over accusations that he paid off multiple female WWE employees. Both, both him and John Laurinaitis had sex with women, and they were paid off to stay quiet. So allegedly... Again, allegedly, there's that word. $3 million paid to one girl. Her salary was doubled at one point, which is where they really get in trouble. Because if he paid $3 million of his own money, that's bad enough, but it's not company funds. But to raise her salary by double, that's where he's going to get in trouble. So Laurenitis ended up getting Vince's scraps. After Vince had sex with this girl, then Laurenitis apparently did too. Meanwhile, he's married to Mrs. Bella, so we got to get that out there too. So Vince steps down as CEO and chairman. Stephanie McMahon, who had been who walked away to allegedly be with her family, that was the quote. And they so talked Trump, about her for like two weeks. How yeah, her, they dragged she was her doing a horrible mud. job with her yep. job. Yeah, she was yeah. bad at her job, so she makes her triumphant return to replace Vince. Then Vince appears on every damn show for like two weeks and sends it to commercial. Basically, that's all he did. You know, they played it as a ratings thing to to say, oh, Vince is going to be on. Vince is on, literally says, we're going to commercial each time. He's on like four shows consecutively. He hadn't been on in months and months and months. He hadn't really been on. A little bit with the uh, Austin Theory stuff, but that was it. So for him to even be on was really weird and out of out of character and just didn't make sense in continuity. So he was oddly insistent to fly, not fly under the radar and appear on the shows. So that is it with Vince. All the trouble he's in. I think he was even on NXT UK 12.0 or whatever the fuck that's named nowadays. But Vince's awful month. Good good news and bad news for Vince at number one. Yeah, you trying to make you trying to make fun of NXT, but that's one of the twelve hours you watch every month. I do. Week. I watch regular every month, NXT. every week. Uh, just one UK. of those. 
one of those things that did not surprise me uh, in the sense that Vince might have a woman on the side, blah, blah, blah. It's the money thing. How stupid can you be if you're using, you know, you can't make her salary more and use business money. Now, if you want to give it to her out of your pocket and shut her up, then then you can do that. That's up to you. But if you was actually, um, if you was actually using money for the business to, to pay her off. Uh, you can't do that, Vince. And you're smart enough in that. I want a big, big thumbs up today, Meltzer, on this. If you don't subscribe to to the Observer, uh, this would be a great time to jump aboard. He's always been very, very good at the big stories, especially the ones uh, uh, involving Vince and mm-hmm. and you and I have seen him do the steroid trial and all kinds of stuff. This was one of those where, you know, I talk, uh, I, I message y'all, you and Eric sometimes, like, there's so much rating stuff, and it's the pay-per-view review, and then I don't care what's going on with WWE more. Then I see UFC. But then when a story like this breaks and he covers it, it's all worth my eleven ninety nine a month that I give for the online version very much. So big thumbs up to Dave uh, for doing that pat on the back. Uh, Vince... Man, you got just got to be smarter. And my question was, and they didn't say, and they're not going to tell how much money Luck got. Okay, we're not going to know how much money yeah, he got. That's all. But sealed. did did Vince get the phone back? I hope that's so, what it was. Oh, I I want to know what's on that phone. That was such a big controversy. You know, I mean, they said it was. You know, they said it was because he he hired the guy that had the criminal background, and Vince right, wanted and the it XFL says it, to be yeah. clean. Squeaky yeah, yeah. clean with no players with criminal past. Although Vince ha- himself has a criminal past, so I mean, it's like that was the 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 format and the basis of the lawsuit and the battle back and forth. But then it was always about that damn phone. Yeah, you know? we made like, so many jokes about the phone, but it's the idea that it, that's all they kept talking about. He wanted his money, Luck did, because yeah. uh, he says he did not go against anything that Vince uh, said, and the contract should be paid. Uh, all kinds of uh, – here's the thing. Uh, Dave said he feels that he settled because of this other thing going on, yeah. and it may, it didn't even go to court because he didn't right. want to be in the middle of court with everything. So, yeah. uh, th- we're luck. We're glad you finally got your money, and I hope you got to keep the phone. Hey, so. maybe at uh, StarCast, you know, when they have all the souvenirs and the relics of wrestling past, maybe that phone will be up for sale at some point, and we'll be able to get that phone. We'll be able to finally see what kind of porn was on that phone. Was it seals? Was it llamas? Was it horses? What the hell porn was on that phone that both of these guys were battling over so much? Maybe it was Vince, like, doing something with that uh, the girl that got paid off. Hey, you never you know, know, man. I mean, you, you just – that was a main battle. Was the cell so, phone. He wanted a cell phone I think phone that back. Johnny Ace needs to be dragged through this a little bit more than he has. All the heat is coming down on Vince, but Johnny Ace needs to be ripped for this, too. Hey, he, well, he lost his job. He's been, he lost, he's been yeah, suspended. Yeah, but he needs yeah. to be called on the carpet for cheating on Mrs. Bella and uh, for taking Vince's sloppy seconds. He took Vince's sloppy seconds. That's gross, too. So, uh, anyway. That's, that's his business, mind. not mine. I don't care who he cheats on. Uh, all right, so we're going to Patreon here in just a minute. They'll be just live on Patreon because we're streaming all the episodes with the Patreon extras there on Patreon. But same bad time, same bad channel on the best little wrestling podcast in the business. Be there! And as everyone knows and Lance knows, I love my mama. And I got to say, I love Mama, too. She followed me on Facebook, so she's getting all the, the daily tweets and posts, so love you, Mama. Oh, so, God, I'm don't sorry, forget, Mama. Yeah, don't forget I have fun everywhere I go. <laughs> I got to tell you something about one of your one of your things on Facebook. Hold on. Let me get us off Facebook. We're staying on. Uh, so we don't get kicked off Facebook. No, no. You posted that yesterday about KFC, which I died laughing because you didn't know who the guy was. That's the yeah. funniest part. Because, right. I mean, it makes you the grumpy old man. Here's the <laughs> here's what even is funnier about it. If you go to Instagram on the – I'm not going to say the place, okay? Well, the place you work, the place uh-huh. you work, the, the place that you manage – Yes. Their Instagram, which I follow in case there's something special I want to go and buy. So, uh, yeah, I look at that and look at the the way the street, you know me, I'm a mark for retail and shit. So, well, guess whose music was playing 
for their commercial today. Oh, no. <laughs> I was dying laughing. I would oh. loved it. I loved it. Hey, he's, hey, he's I know who the popular. guy is. I'm just not a fan. You acted like you didn't. He was like, I, oh, I don't even know who I know who Jack Carlo or whatever the hell his name is. I'm, I know going, who he I'm is, not going to eat if you have sponsor him. I, I, I he's, he's talented, so. Rit, come on. I don't know anything about he his is. music. He just he yeah. looks like Post Malone, which I consider Post Malone garbage. So he looks like. Oh, that. I love so Post Malone. Love, I'm put love. Them both you in just had. That same shows you that category. you're so. You're so judgmental, man. Because you yeah. look at somebody with tattoos on their face and you won't listen to their music. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, God. So, you're horrible. Uh, you're horrible. <laughs> you are, man. You're a horrible person. Judgmental. I'm a horrible cunt. person. So judgmental I'm going to hell. Cunt. I just hope I get a good seat when I get there. That's all uh, I'm going to say. Uh, I don't know. I, I, that, that, along with the other thing that you wrote, this something about uh, Ronda Rousey's raisin. Did you notice that no one commented on that? So I we all just recall. wanted to back off and, ju- and tell you to, to stop making fun of someone's face. God. Uh, she's just so ignorant. I just can't. Uh, if she wasn't, if she was a, if she came across as a good person, a nice person, I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I so, forgot. You know her personally. So I, I just, forgot about every time that. she opens her mouth, she comes across so ignorantly. So, uh, so, so shall we? All right. So, Arnables, let's do them. Jeez. All right. So, tired of kicking my ass. So, we're going <laughs> to. So, uh, I'm gonna, this is a. Let me tell y'all guys, this is a new Patreon thing. I'm going to drag him through the coals at least three, either Facebook or Twitter <laughs> posts every month. I'm going to rag him through. Yeah, we're going to call it. To. What are we going to call it? Um, We'll come up with a creative name for it. Maybe we'll, we'll get I'll a let you do that. We'll get a sponsor Shit, for get a dragging sponsor me for through the cold. Shitting on so, Lance. Yeah, Shitting on go. Lance. Come on. That's uh, maybe P3 Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by P3 Radio. So, all right, Shit Kyle O'Reilly. All right, here we go. Before here we I go. get crapped on anymore, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly announces he has swollen testes. Oh, it's uh, not over, by the way. It is. Go ahead. It is, uh, it's over for today. So from his uh, June 17th match, oh no, he wasn't in the match on Rampage. The match was Bobby Fish versus Darby Allen. Uh, Sting hits Kyle O'Reilly in the junk with his baseball bat, and Kyle oh. O'Reilly goes on record saying he has swollen testes along mm. with many other injuries. So there's that one. Uh, we have Booker T is stupid. I think we've pretty much. <laughs> he had a couple of things, didn't he? He, he said. Uh, he said the stuff about the brood, which he didn't get it. He didn't get what was going on. That's yes. the thing about it is, uh, and we both, I told you stories about Booker, Memphis Wrestling talks about how how he spent all his time autographing for them, and those were, you know, they took every bit of that money for those pictures, and he was a super nice guy and blah, blah, blah. But he just opens his mouth sometimes, and you think to yourself, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. Or you don't, you know, what did he say about the brood? What did so he say? So on June 8th, Booker says that Ed should reform the brood with Christian and Gangrel to go after the Judgment Day. So I'm like, uh, hang on, hold on. First problem is Christian's <laughs> in AEW right now, in case you didn't notice. Uh, and then Booker, as his comeback for that, says that it may not be hard to get him out from what he's heard. I'm like, he's pretty much just signed there, and he's burned the bridge with WWE, so I'm pretty sure Christian is not going back. I'm pretty sure that that Booker just didn't even realize that Christian isn't in WWE at all right now. So, And to go against uh, Judgment Day, because Edge had just been turned babyface and got booted out of Judgment Day. So that was the Oh, he also there. said to Jeff Hardy that AEW was responsible for Jeff Hardy being an addict, so... It was AEW's fault. It, especially because he just got there, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah it wasn't so, all yeah, those yeah. years in WWE. No, it had nothing so. to do with it. Right, right. All right, then we got Two Dimes sleeping with the fishes. So Troy Donovan, released by WWE and NXT on June 10th for a, quote, policy violation, which it reads failed drug test, basically, is what it was. It came out soon after that, failed drug test. So he... Had some kind of policy violation. He gets let go, and they say he may be able to be brought back in a year. I'm like, a year? I mean, what kind of slap on the wrist is that, that you're going to fire the guy and say you'd be open to maybe taking him back a year? Well, what I'm thinking of, what, I mean, a year is a lot. What They're not testing. We know they're not testing for marijuana anymore. WWE is it. NBA is it. So what is he, steroids? Do they test him for steroids? 
Uh, and why would it be a year? It wouldn't take you but maybe two months to get the steroids out of his yeah, system. Yeah, like a rehab so or something. It, yeah, it's any really other strange. kind of drug like cocaine and stuff like that comes out. Marijuana stays a long time in your system, especially in your hair. So that's one of those things. Or not. So what the hell? He'll come back in a year. I'm like, yeah, yeah what they, the like, hell? Go on record saying a year. So, I mean, you take a look, not to make accusations, but, I mean, look at a guy like Lashley. That guy is chiseled. I mean, he's on something. Whatever he's on, he's on something. He doesn't look like that naturally, whatever he's on. So whether this guy was on roids or on some kind of, you know, recreational drugs or whatever, but still, to say a year from now, that's really Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the guys that I wish we would uh, – there's a lot of the guys at WWE right now. I watched the last pay-per-view, and I'm just like – Oh God! What? What? You, they're not take. We talked about this, I think, on the last um, oh breakout stars. They're not taking the normal old uh, testosterone, blah right. blah blah. Because there was a Mexican wrestler that was taking a lot of that, uh, and we see evidence of it. Who's working for AEW right now? But we're not seeing that. Uh, we're not seeing the back. But we're seeing the puffiness. Looking for mm-hmm. puffiness and chest. And weight gain in like the last six weeks, and then you'll you'll know that they're on something. So, and looking at that kid because he was in a couple matches, he didn't look like you know a typical. Role no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah. literally, I think I saw him wrestle maybe once or twice. So most of the time, they had him dressed up as the mafioso, you know, the 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 lackey that was with Tony D'Angelo. So. The storyline was funny though because they had basically Tony D'Angelo dumped them <laughs> off a bridge mafia style and said he's. I love that. I absolutely love so that. So we're gonna come back to in a year. Yeah, yeah, and so now he'll be reincarnated a year from now, or maybe he'll be masked or something. So all right, so my final honorable is Ty and Sammy get engaged on on June third. The never-ending love story of Ty and Sammy Guevara at the Eiffel Tower in Paris. So both cheesy and heelish, if you ask me, to be at the Eiffel Tower. And once again, we support Pam in all of her future endeavors. We are Team Pam at the uh, WTF News Desk 4. We have one person still watching, and we think it's probably John. So thank you, John, for watching <laughs> on uh, YouTube. Uh, so I, I got to confess something about, uh, about, about, Pam? Pammy, about Pammy. Pammy. I went Sammy. to her Facebook Page. Does she have an OnlyFans? Is that what you're no, going to No, but she has. A, she had a <laughs> Facebook page, and I'm going to have to send that to you and Eric oh, because she really, really, uh, let me just say, dressed herself down when she was on AEW. She was she was to look like that. Y'all always say she looked homely. Man, you it, should see some of those pictures. She's really a good looking girl. So good. And good I don't like know. her now. Pammy, I'm not on your team. I like the You liked I her like when she was you, dowdy. Yeah, yeah, you liked when her when you, she was uh, dowdy wearing that ugly dress. So why what was the point of that then? To put her on I TV don't know what in that, that was ugly about. ass dress. Like a hag, you know? I love that. If she's dress. a pretty girl, why bother? Like Abaddon. We keep seeing those pictures of Abaddon. Where she's actually a pretty girl, but that whole outfit that they have her wearing, she looks. Lance, horrible. if I put a bunch of makeup on you and you know fix your hair a little different, you could be a pretty girl too. So what the hell? Wait, speaking of, oh I've no, got here two, we go. I've We're got, on Patreon. I've, I know where you're going. I've, Damn it! I've Why couldn't we get through the month without this story? <laughs> <laughs> I've got two stories that was that I want to talk about. So. Hold on just a second. Yeah, I know. I know the graphic is going to pop up here. So I want you to, you did not put this on the list, no. and I want you to tell everybody why you didn't and, and talk to them about it, because somebody's not watching this. They will not be able to t- tell what it's, we're talking about. So here we go. What do we got there? Yep. Okay. So Giselle Shaw, who I had been, you know, I've been watching this girl for years on the indies. She had done uh, Wow. She did a couple other indies that I'd seen her on. Very pretty girl. And I always thought, no, there's something a little bit off about her. You asked me and Eric. Yeah, you asked me and Eric like two or three months ago. Yeah, Is there something up with her face? And I just couldn't put my finger on it. And then she comes out in June because it's Pride Month. She comes out as as, uh, transgender. And I'm like, 
she is gorgeous. I, I will say it still to this day. She's gorgeous, and you give me shit about it all the time. I give shit about it, but you know me. I, I mean, I've got very accepting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Got, so yeah, I just I think whatever work she's had done, and whatever you know, hormones or whatever she's had, and she's done very pretty girl. So I will say I'll stand by that. Very pretty girl. I didn't think it was that weird of a story because. She came out in June. It was very symbolic because it's Pride Month and she wanted to support, you know, the the community. Um, and it really didn't blow up. I, I honestly, I thought it was going to be a much bigger story. But she came out. There was a little bit of talk about it. They didn't even talk about it on Impact. They just basically, I thought it was. And that was so weird. And me and you have said this from day one. We do not get it. This is one of the main things that you, number one, you this can use This is a PR it. bonanza. A it PR could help bonanza. people yep. that Nyla Rose is one of them, and, and this right here, this could help some kid that's having yep. problems with this. You know I have uh, two gay daughters, and then I have uh, my middle child is trans. Adam is a trans. So I'm, I'm deep in this. I understand it all. Yep. Uh, and it, if it could help somebody, then that, you know, I don't know why they don't use as a, she's a heel, right? She's a heel. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. They've flirted a little bit with turning her here and there, but they've never gone through with it as, as recent as last week's episode of impact. She's still a heel. Uh, I don't, I don't get it. Just turn this person should be a face and could be, you know, the, the poster child, of the LGBT community and could be huge in getting ratings in selling tickets, you know, appealing to a completely different fan base. I've said that many times about Nyla Rose too. Why not turn her face? I mean, granted the body type and she comes across as a heel, but they could easily turn her a face at some point. Apparently she's awesome when it comes to all the charity work and everything she does. I had one of my friends reach out to me and say he was a huge fan, not of the ring work, but Right. Of all the stuff she does outside the ring, not a huge fan. Also, There's... my other one was a Memphis wrestling related a little bit, I guess. We had a manager that was there with the Young Goats as part of their uh, faction. His name was mm-hmm. Coach Brandon. I even had them on the show, Coach Brandon, with the Young uh, Goats. And uh, my gimmick was Coach BT, so there was a... Uh, we, we joked around about that, but on the 17th, uh, 2022, the Trenton Police Department, that's Trenton, Tennessee, arrested Coach Brandon, a former teacher at a high school there. He's been charged, remember, charged allegedly with mm-hmm. six counts of statutory rape by an authority figure. So Duel was uh, Brandon was arraigned uh, in Trenton Municipal General Session Court. I'm not saying anything that wasn't on the website of Trenton Police Department. Everybody in this local business, uh, in the wrestling business, knew about it. A big, big thumbs up to Dustin Starr, who took all the precautions he could take in getting this guy off of television and not using. He actually had a match where you didn't even know Coach Brandon was there. So (laughs) he took him off the off the match outside the ring. If you look really close, you can see him, but not did a real good job and didn't use anything else of his from this point on. So thumbs up for that. This is a big, long investigation. Apparently it's been going on for a while. A complaint was made by a former student uh, during the investigation. This complaint, they found additional victims was discovered and apparently a lot of stuff on cell phones and stuff like that. So, Shame on you, man. Come on. Yep. You're a teacher. You, you got you got to, you know, it's one of those things where I remember a teacher dating a student when I was a, I was a kid, but it was, it was, she was 18 and it was after she got out of school, maybe dating each other when she was in school. But the idea that she was 18 and, and it's one of those things where she's an adult, you know, she, she, she's an adult. So that's one of the things, but just, Oh, shame on you, man. That's just horrible. Just horrible, horrible. I read the story wrong the first time. I thought it said Coach BT had been arrested. Oh, no, no. I never, yeah, so yeah. I'm glad I didn't read that. Glad I read that wrong. Glad Nothing, I uh, man, why did you say that? Glad <laughs> it's Patreon. Beep. It's Patreon. I'm going to have to beep that out. <laughs> we are well, no, I take it back. As much shitting as I've done on you, yeah, I deserve on. that one. I deserve that one. Come on. You do. All right, John, John. Go to hell. No, I'm just kidding. John, our buddy. (laughs) I think he's the only one watching it on Patreon today. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Patreon. 
Thank you, Lance. We're going to call it an end of the show. We'll see you in August, WTF fans. Not sure why I said that like that, but yeah. End of the show. Oh, hell. It just having trouble, having trouble connecting. Oh, God, we better have got something recorded. Well, it's been, it, it was shot on YouTube anyway, live, so I could steal it off of it if I had. I mean, to. there's a count going. It's 50. I know it, but I can't so. get it to end. This has happened before. So, mm. all right. See you later, man. Thank you. I appreciate right, it. Bro. Thanks for letting me shit on you. Come up with the, uh, come up with a I good, mean, <laughs> good name. Three, a name for three, being shit upon. Three things that make me want to hurl or something like that. I don't know. Like, uh, All right, later, man. I love you. All right, dude. See ya. Bye. Here's what's coming up for Memphis Wrestling. July 10th is our next live TV taping featuring Memphis hip-hop artist Al Capone. Memphis Grizzlies mascot Grizz and MC BLJ plus WWE star Big Con. Catch them live along with the stars of Memphis Wrestling next Sunday, July 10th. Then July 31st is on sale now. Just when you thought it was safe to get back in the ring, Shark Boy is coming to Memphis Wrestling. Oh, shell yeah! All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLoop.com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.SpunkLoop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. You want the best, you got the best. The best little wrestling podcast in the business. All episodes on www.stspod.club. Did you enjoy that episode? Cash app us at dollar sign BTSTS. If you've never downloaded the Cash App app, download it today. You'll get a free, that's right, a free $5 for using the code dollar sign BTSTS. That's dollar sign BTSTS. was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. Thank you for listening and thank you to all our sponsors. A big shout out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at Comic Book Mark BT, Instagram at BT Shooting the Shiznit. That's right, Shooting the Shiznit without a G. Facebook Shooting the Shiznit and Facebook Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. If we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All of the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call. Who's Right Podcast. Homeboys Podcast. D3 Radio, my buddies Richard and Josh. My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Jarrett. Lance's favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Wars, I'm Bad Podcast. Hey guys, remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> <laughs>